life is neat for the very first time. Justin. Hello, Justin. Yeah. <laughs> nice to meet you. Okay, I'm Lindy. I'm Miguel. Thank Miguel, you. nice to meet you. Deep breath. We got yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. We got this. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. It's the Married at First Sight edition. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host, it's the one only Teresa right there. Hello, everyone. How is everyone doing? What an episode. It was fun. What? First, well, for some people. First, I was like, damn, two. They split it up into two reunions. They don't do that on maps. This is so 90 days. Is, it, what, is this new? I don't think they've done a two-party reunion before. Guys, call in, but I'm pretty sure this is Hold new. Hold on. Some ring, ring. Hello? Yeah, this is new. This is completely new. I don't know what's going on. Why is there two parts? I, this is too much. This is too much content for me to take. All right. Thank you for calling in. Goodbye. I feel ya, random stranger. Um, Yeah, I don't even know what they're going to cover the second part. Because I thought first, I was like, all right, I get it. They split up the couples. We covered almost everyone today. We did. And we got the bomb drop at the end. Spoiler alert. We got the bomb drop at the end. Did we? Yeah. We found out if... Justin and Alexis are together or not. That was a bomb drop, I thought. Oh, well, yeah, I was hoping they're not. Okay. Honestly, guys, the biggest moron of all 90 days, almost very tied with Chris from Atlanta, is Justin. So many queens. At least Chris was, like, entertaining. He was such a moron that you laughed. Justin yeah. is just sad. He yeah. Just, like, he and I have been saying this over and over. Yes, Alexis had her own things and she maybe didn't treat him the right way. But he's such a moron. The way he portrays himself and he thinks that everyone, everyone wants him. <laughs> yeah, even Guys, men now. girls, like... <laughs> Are you serious? Like you go off on tension on tensions, how sensitive and nice you are and such a good guy and you don't bang, you save yourself. And then you're like, oh my God, everyone wants me. What's wrong with you? He's clearly dealing with a lot. I would, a lot. I, I, so yes, he irritates me and confuses me and sometimes makes me uncomfortable. But I think he's dealing with a lot internally. Like what? He gave up his dog? That's on him. No, I just think he, I think he's struggling with who he is as a person. And not to get too deep, but I think probably a lot of things were put on him. Oh, you have to be this type of way. You have to be this type of person. You're this big man. You're this tall man. You got to be this, that, and the other thing. And he's not, clearly. Who put it on him? Society, his family, maybe his friends. And he's not those things. He is this emotional man who likes to fly a kite once in a while well, and we, i think he struggles with that we met his friends his friends seem to be very like chilled people he's not friends with bad i don't asses. mean now when he's however old he is i i mean growing up mm. that's who shapes you is mm. who you surround yourself with in those formative years not who he associates with now and I'm not true. I'm not trying to give him a pass or anything because I think he did some pretty strange things this episode. Strange. I know I call and him a moron, but he, I, I don't understand him. I don't understand him because 
he's trying to play this nice dude. Again, I said it over and over. And then he changes and it's this, oh, everyone wants me. I have a big dig. I have this. I have that. And when someone else says otherwise, like Alex is like, oh, the sexy life or... Or what's his face? Nate is like, dude, I was just like, I wasn't hitting on you. He's like, he gets very offensive or defensive. Both. But yeah, I I think he's dealing with a lot. We'll talk about it. Let's not do the entire segment right here at the top. Let's do a little housekeeping. All right. Okay. Guys, follow us on Instagram. Because, well, not only do we keep you up to date with things... Like the show's recovering and personal news and scheduling news. Not really personal news. More scheduling news. But sometimes it's A little scheduling, yeah. Sometimes it's personal. Um, You follow us there, you talk to us, which is what we love about the Instagram. It's become our little messenger, Mm -hmm. our our little place to chat with you guys. So follow us at Married to Reality Pod on Instagram and just talk with us, share your thoughts, let us know what you think, and follow along. Do it, guys, because we are here for you. We're here for you. Also, speaking of being here for you, we're really here for you on the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Married to Reality. We cover the single life every week over there. Yes. But then we do a lot of fun things randomly. Yes. We did a Halloween bonus. Yes. Where, yeah, we dressed up in costume. Yeah. And but you didn't know that. We told ghost stories. We recapped the movie. We made cocktails. We hung out. <laughs> we recapped the movie. And then one of our friends totally spoiler alerted the whole series for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mystery. <laughs> and then oh. Teresa totally spoiled it for me. Well, if I'm spoiled... I mean, if it's fault for me, I got to spoil it for you. Don't make Missy feel bad. Not like we were going to Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't make her feel bad. I just find it funny. (laughs) It's like, I opened the message. I'm like, ah. All right. Well, we, (laughs) I don't think we were going to watch. But I loved it, Missy. Thank you. I don't think we were going to watch many more of those movies ourselves. So. We may, we may or may not. (laughs) Oh, here we go again. (laughs) We were not going to. So that is. The Patreon, patreon.com slash married to reality. Also, make sure you guys are following us right here, right now, wherever you're listening, whether it's Apple, whether it's Spotify, follow the pod. So whenever we drop a pod, you don't have to think about it. It goes right to your device. It's so easy to do. You look down, you smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hard as Kevin's suit. Because I loved the forest green. I don't think I've ever seen anyone wearing a suit like this. Maybe I have, but I dismissed. But it looked good, and it would look good on you. All right. I didn't take note, but now... It was a forest green suit. I like forest green. And it just was good. It wasn't... I love blue suits, but over the past couple of years, it just became... Everyone's wearing blue suits, Mm, right? Ubiquitous, yeah. And I love that you wore it for our wedding, actually. That that looked beautiful on you. You still have it, right? Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but. I think I've only worn it once. You did, yeah. Mm, It's like my wedding dress. Yes. But it's a beautiful suit and fits you really well. Thank you. And But I felt over the years, now everyone's wearing blue, like blue, 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 or people go back to black. Right. But I feel like a forest green, very fashionable, yet it's not too much. All right. Well, you heard it here first, folks. Smash it like it's as hot as Kevin's suit. And last but not least, if you haven't left a review, if you could leave a review, we love the love. Mm -hmm. And it fuels us when we get those reviews. 
When we get five-star reviews, we read them on the main podcast, on the 90-day podcast, and the Monday night podcast. Yes. So please, if you haven't left a review, please do it. And if you have left a review, thank you. And we'll read it on the main pod if we haven't already. So Absolutely. Thank you for that. All right, Teresa. Enough is enough. Let's get into it. Let's talk about it. The reason we're here, Married at First Sight, season 15, episode 18, The Reunion? Part one. Part one. And you you went down the path already. Let's yes, but before I go down, down the path, yes, we we're talking about outfits, the segment. We did not, again, we did not talk about this ahead of time, but I know where your head's at now. I know yes. what's important. So before I knew we, we were, get huh. that, I just want to show you guys the dedication John and I have. Well, don't make them feel bad. Oh, why would I make them feel bad? I'm not trying to make anyone feel bad. I'm trying to actually do the opposite. I'm trying to make you guys feel very special. Are you ready? Okay. I know what she's going to say. And again, we didn't talk about this. On Wednesday, when this thing aired, it was actually our wedding anniversary. Sure was. And we did a little party and we'll celebrate over the weekend. But as much as we just wanted to do whatever, we decided, you know what? We got to watch Mouse for our friends so we can record on Thursday. That's right. That's right. That's the dedication. dedication. That's the dedication with capital D. What better way to celebrate our love by then watching people who are not in love? Pretend they're in love. I can give you a list, but okay, let's roll with this. We broke our, our rule, though, and we did have a couple cocktails, so that made it extra special. That's very true, and we ate a lot, a lot of pizza. We did eat quite a bit of pizza. All right, but so yes, we celebrated our anniversary with these couples and yes. and so now we can talk about it and I think you want to start with outfits. Outfits the segment, classic, classic segment, segment. And it's only going to be in this episode because the next episode they're wearing the same thing. Yeah. So So let's start with Lindy, the prom queen one more time. And as Kevin wrongly put it, "Oh, you're dressed up for a prom for a second time." No. She's dressed up for a prom for the third freaking time. Enough is enough. What, what was the second time? They did the actual prom. Yeah, then the this decision day. Ah, and now right. she, once again, she, I, I think that's her new vibe. She's like, never been to prom, but moving on, I'm just going to keep going to these wannabe prom events. I'm just going to dress up for it. Yeah, a little too sparkly for my taste. Sparkly peach gown. And Miguel was wearing a peach bow tie meaning they are together that's the system that's that's, that's the, the system code, not yeah. everyone follows it but i feel like people who are full and sing and in love do follow it and we'll get there yeah not a big fan of the three-piece suit if i do say so myself yeah too, that was it's too, too much. much yeah it's too much with the bow tie enough is enough miguel yeah again he was going to prom but looked much sharper than last time on decision day i didn't like what he was wearing Okay. Tonight, I think that was much better. Here's where I'll give credit to Lindy. I thought her makeup looked good. Yes, and I know she didn't do it herself. Probably very true. But but no, it looked good. And okay. Lindy is one of the people who look good without makeup because we saw her on the episode many yeah, times. Yeah, cute and face. And so yeah, yeah. So either either way, she has a cute face. Okay, so but she did look good. Not my favorite couple when it comes to no. outfits. Let's talk about. 
I think the worst dressed. Oh boy. It's Justin and Alexis. Okay. And I usually love what Alexis is wearing. And for the second time in a row, sparkly dark red sequim sequim dress. Well, that's just, no, that, that's where Mike from 90 Day lives. This is called not squim. Yes, that's what you're saying. I said sequim. <laughs> sequim. <laughs> that's how they spell it. Um, sequence. Sequence. Really? Yes. It looked like she had a theater curtain thrown over her yes. shoulder. It was it was too much. And again, Alexis was the best dressed one throughout the show. I don't know what's going on she, these past couple of episodes. She has the New Year's Eve struggle going on, which is, oh, it's a big event. We got to plan for it. We got to go over the top and then New Year's Eve just falls flat. Okay. Alexis, <laughs> Alexis is normally a fantastic, a sharp dresser. She looks good all yeah. the time, but now she goes, it's a special event. Mm. It's decision day. It's the reunion. I got to mm. go for it. It's got to be better than ever before. And then it just falls flat. Yeah. You're right. And the color didn't fit her either. Like last time she was wearing brown, that was not her color. Now yeah. this dark red, not her color. Yeah. Like she looks good with a pop of color. Okay. Justin. What was that? Looked like he was auditioning for a host position on the golf channel. No, it looked like he was going through a big ass laundry day and this is all he had left. <laughs> it was he, a green jacket. Green blue blazer. Blue button down. Yes. And khakis. It was straight out of the golf channel. It was it was a no for me. Khakis, not even Jake from State Farm would wear. It was like, what is that? Well, you, khakis? <laughs> no, not for me, Justin. But even the green blazer, what kind of a color was that? Was it like handmade? It looked so like natural. <laughs> it's like means. you made it out of um, bamboo. Okay. I'm going to get so much shit. But okay. yeah, not, not a vibe. No, no. All right. Actually, best dress. Whoa, we're going to go for best dress because I'll say it right now. Don't make me say it right now. I'm going to say it. You, you don't even want to okay, hear okay. who I think. Okay, okay. <laughs> best dress girl. This is so Teresa's segment. She doesn't even want to play along. She doesn't even want to no, let me I get a word No, I want to say it at the same time. Best dress girl, and I'm going to be three, two, one, go, and then we say it. You know how I roll, right? Uh, okay. okay. Best dress girl. Three, two, one, go. Stasha. Stasha. Yeah. Yes. I mean, out of this world. This dress was out of this world. She looked fab. Let's Fantastic. just do this. Best dressed guy. I'm going to do the same, Okay. Okay, now you're throwing me for a curveball, but okay. Three, two, one, go. Bin. Uh, all right, all right. Don't I'll, laugh, Ender. Don't laugh, Ender. Here's, suit here's, why, vibe. here's where I, why I can't go full bin on this. Why? It was a little baggy. The suit didn't fit really? as well as it could. I thought this was, was a little, little too much room in the jacket. Really? A suit that doesn't fit properly, the highest you can give it is an 8 out of 10. That could be the sharpest looking suit, but if it's not tailored to you, it's an 8 out of 10. I if thought you, it looked decent on You him. can wear not a great color, not a great pattern suit, but if it is snug as a bug in a rug, then it's a 10. Then the, if it fits you well, it's a 10. And, and Nate, All right, I'm going to say 9. Or sorry, not Nate, Ben. A little too much room. I'm going to say 9. I thought it looked good. And the reason why is that if Miguel or let's say if Justin wore it, I would be like... This does not look good because you has to go with you, mm. right? This a lavender. I I don't even like the lavender color, but this light lavender and a white button. I don't think it was lavender. It was. It was, more, was. It was more pink. It was more it flamingo. Was a baby lavender. Uh, lavender's purple. I thought this was more pink. No, I think it was a little baby lavender. All right, we'll agree. To disagree. You are not good with colors. Let me let me say my best dress male. I okay. think. Okay. 
And again, this edges on too much, but Nate was wearing a black tux. I think it was, I think you could, yeah. could classify it as a tux. I thought it was sharp. Now, his hair changed. Yeah. He, he cut his signature braids. Mm. That's a personal choice, but I thought his outfit was sharp. I don't like tuxedos. That's my problem. So it was, it looked good on him, but it wasn't my fave. Okay, you're he with have, Ben. He could have gone a little more relaxed. Okay. I think that usually looks good. And that's why I am going with Ben because the baby lavender does not look good on many people. Somehow, his complexion, he smiles a lot. He yeah. looks like a flower. Loved it. Well, then let's just talk about who was on Ben's arm or wasn't on Ben's arm. Morgan, obviously wearing scrubs. And <laughs> I wish she did. Like <laughs> sparkly scrubs. She was wearing, say it now, you learn the word. Sequim. Sequins. Yes, sequins. She was wearing a sequins dress. And yeah, I'd, kind I'd, of a problem. I don't know why. I don't know why she was wearing that. Everyone's wearing it. Maybe it did not work for her. No, but overall she looked good. And I think she looked good because she came with a positive attitude. Com- yeah, complete 180 over here. So I like that. And then last but not least, Mitch and Kristen. Kristen's basically wearing a different version of the decision day dress. Simple red dress. It was purple, but sure. It was red. No, no, no. It was pink. It was pink. I'm sorry. Here's the the pink. Okay. It was red. Her Um, decision day dress was red. This dress was pink. We're going to have the same debate. And it's not going to be settled. But remember when Benny was on the tell-all, and mm-hmm. you were like, he was wearing a red suit, yeah. and I said pink suit. It's the lighting. The lighting throws it off. And then I remember like the next part, when it was part two of the tell-all, you're like, oh, yeah, it is pink. It's all I about the- I think it's l- pink. I think this one's red, but close enough. Yes, and she looks good. I like her hair. Hair looks good. I wear my hair like that, too. Hair look, that pin straight yeah. type of look, that makeup looked good. Yeah, she Mitch was probably like, ew, oh, yeah, too, too much, much makeup. Too, she looked good. Yeah, I mean, Kristen usually looks good, so no surprise here. And Mitch, I like when he shaves his head, so he looks fine. Yeah, he like, looked it was a blazer, white shirt, standard look. That's what I'm talking about, like more relaxed. I okay. feel like he felt good. He looked fine, as fine as Mitch can look. Yes, he could have worn the hat. That would have been a nice... Or the Band-Aid. Or the Band-Aid. Go full circle on it. Classic Band-Aid. Bring it back. Go full circle, but yes. All right, that's Outfits the Segment. Outfits the Segment. And we already mentioned Kevin. A sharp-looking forest green. So speaking of Kevin, he starts us off, and he just goes for it. He just wants to know, what am I in for? Do we need security to get a little bit closer What's what's the temperature of this room? And he asks, so who's not on good terms here? Anyone not on good terms? Nobody says anything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So then he needs to pry a little bit more, dig a little bit deeper. All right. Has anyone blocked anyone on social media? And this is where we learned that Justin. Oh, Justin. Apparently, Justin unfollowed almost everyone. Yeah, he blocked almost everyone. But then we learned from Kristen that he not only did he unfollow them, he unfollowed and followed back and unfollowed again and followed back and unfollowed. So Justin, Justin. with his, as he said, he has a big dig, but he probably still lives in middle school with his hat. Yeah, it's clearly a look at me. 
type action. And that's the same thing. And when I said the big dick, I was trying to tie Stop it back. Stop saying big dick. This is like the fourth time I you said big dick. I was trying to tie it back to middle school because that's where his head is in. Oh, boy. Don't you don't I don't want to hear I don't ever want to hear big dick in middle school <laughs> in the same sentence <laughs> ever again. No, I, I'm telling you, people get frozen in time. And so it's interesting that you say middle school because that's probably the period of time I was referring to at the top of the show where I said he was getting a lot of pressure to be this type of man and he wasn't and I think he might be stuck in the past. He might be stuck in that time and constantly thinking about getting picked on. In middle school. Was he getting picked on? We don't know. I don't know the guy. I don't know the guy. I'm just saying it seems like he's torn internally. He's struggling with a lot. But yes, he's blocked and unblocked and followed and unfollowed everyone. And then we start going through the people he's done this to and why. And the first person up is Nate. Oh boy. So Justin was saying that, long story short, Apparently, Nate made a pass at him and because he kept complimenting on his skin and teeth. Out of nowhere, what? this came out of nowhere because basically Justin goes, well, you're, you're fake, Nate, and that's why I unfollowed you. You're fake. And Nate's like, well, give me an example. How, how am I fake? And Justin's like, you made a pass at me twice. And Nate completely caught off guard. It's like, excuse me. And Justin goes, Nate was hitting on me. And, okay, if he says he's fake... Uh, is he upset that Nate was hitting on him, but stayed with Tasha? Stasha? <laughs> um, you I, see, like, this doesn't make any I sense. I think the, the fakeness would be, oh, you're hitting on me, but you're not following through with it, whether I like it or not, maybe. I don't know. Also, complimenting someone on their skin and teeth is not hitting necessarily. No. If it's a friend, I just told a friend of mine today I work with that her voice is very nice and very, very soft. And I would listen to a podcast if she ever had one. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's I don't think it's hitting on someone. Justin, his reasoning is, well, no guys compliment each other multiple times about their skin and their teeth. And Nate goes, well, I'm confident and comfortable with my sexuality. I'm not the one crying all the time. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, go that, get him, Nate. That set Justin off. That's when he stood up, took his master's jacket off, <laughs> and it looked like things were about to go down. Yeah. If you look down, you would see Ben, all five five of Ben, trying to get in between them and <laughs> and stop anything from happening. Well. I'm kind of sad he did because everyone could kick Justin's butt. All Justin has is he's taller than everyone else, right? Yeah. We saw him at the gym. He can't even lift a 10-pounder. I feel like if you blew hard enough, he would fall over. Absolutely. And so him trying to be this macho man because Nate made a pass at him. What the fuck? Uh, and Justin that, like, started this- it. Justin started it. I've had a beef with Justin throughout this whole season. And I, we got messages from you guys saying... Why do you shit on Justin? He doesn't deserve it. Alexis is doing ABC. Okay, yes, Alexis did a few weird things. But look at Justin. Do you still think that Justin deserves some sort of, um, what do you call it? Like uh, Sympathy? Yeah, sympathy. Look at him. I look don't... at what he does. Yeah. This is all on him. He started it. He then has to leave set. 
because things get so hot and heated. And when he leaves, everyone goes, oh, Nate, don't worry. Justin is projecting on you. So they all think Justin's gay. Uh, I could see him being a bisexual. Yeah. Bi, gay, whatever it is. If everyone in that room is going, he's projecting on mm -hmm. you by saying you're gay, that means they all think Justin's yeah. gay. And honestly, if Justin is gay, that's perfectly fine. And as Alexis says later, like the sexy time, like he didn't really know what to do. Maybe he wasn't as excited about Alexis, whatever was happening well, I thought, there. I thought it ended too quickly, which would contradict him being gay. I'm saying maybe he's bisexual. Yeah. That goes... Sure. Can swim. Who knows? You we can swim in both pools. We're not in a position to say we never no. made a judgment call on it this season. All I'm saying is the people who know him best, the people closest to him this season, said it, mm -hmm. more or less, Justin's gay. Yeah. But honestly, the fact that let's say, let's say Nate is bisexual, right? I don't think he is, but let's Nate, say he yeah. is. Yeah. The fact that Justin's calling him out like this. Right. Like maybe, maybe Nate is, but he does not want people to know. Like there are people who just want to keep it to themselves and don't want to be called out. And that was such an asshole thing. Just, I'm telling you, he's trying to be this macho man that he is not. I agree. I completely agree. And it's a great point. Whether or not it's true, whether yeah. or not Justin was picking up these vibes, this is not the time or the place. No, absolutely not. And honestly. It. He seems to be the only one picking up these vibes. So I, I see where the rest of the crew is kind of coming from. Yeah. So so Justin comes back and Kevin wants to move on from Nate. So Kevin asks why Justin unfollowed other people like Kristen. Well, before he does, I like that Kevin goes like, just to clarify, Justin, other men complimenting, <laughs> men complimenting other men does not mean they're gay. Right. Just to put it out there. And I love that Kevin said it because... That was just such an asshole comment from Justin. Yeah. So Kevin then follows it up though with, why did you follow these? Why did you unfollow these other people? And his excuse is the same, which hey. is for Kristen. It's like, well, she acts two different ways. She acts like different people around different people. That's the same thing as saying, oh, well, Nate's fake. It's like, you don't really have a reason. You just keep saying, well, they act differently around different people. And then he's like, I unfollowed Stasha, not for any particular reason, just because I don't like her husband. I don't like Nate. Such a fucking kid. And then the best was, and I forget who it was, but he's like, they didn't invite me hiking. Yes. So, he so. unfollowed Morgan yeah. because they didn't invite him hiking. Oh my God, Justin, come on, grow up. It's, it's I would not invite him hiking either, so... No, there's enough trees in the woods. <laughs> so, okay. And then Nate doesn't want to let the comment go. So he jumps back and it's like, all right, but explain why you called me gay. Explain that. And Justin goes, well, I'm telling you, you kept complimenting me. And that's when Kevin was like, well, understand that men can compliment mm -hmm. other men. Doesn't make anyone gay. Gets rowdy once again. But Kevin moves it along and says, we got to. Yes. We, enough is enough. And I can actually, after this, they're going to split up and Kevin's going to talk to the couples. But I do love when they all talk. And I think this is going to be on the next episode. We're going to bring back PC, maybe DP, oh, yeah. if, she, if she's going to show up. 
Who knows? I like when they all talk. It's just hard to note take. It is, but happens. it's it's interesting. Yeah. All right. You ready for our first couple or you want to take a break? No, let's let's do a first couple. We could take a break after all Lindy right. and Miguel. So shout out to the matching outfits. Kevin calls it out. He's got the eye. I spy with my little eye, a bow tie that matches your outfit mm-hmm. and that obviously means you're still together. Still together and doing great. I'm telling you, that's a little giveaway. Yes, and I wonder if it's producer-driven saying you guys wear this, you guys wear that, or if they choose it themselves. I think they choose it because Stasha and Nate, mm. we'll, and we'll get there. They're not matching. They're still together. Yeah. But I feel like they're still together, but barely. Yeah, but also that was a question mark couple. And so if they came out matching, mm. it kind of takes the suspense away. You go, all right, they're matching. It takes the suspense away. So Lindy and Miguel, we kind of all expected them to stay yes. together. And so and they're still together. Still and together. apparently it's better than ever. Lindy moved in with Miguel. Yeah. They moved in, started decorating the place. Miguel has been super easy going about it. And guess what? Lindy now plays Dungeons and Dragons once a week. And I'm telling you, I don't know Dungeons and Dragons at all. I still need to research it. It seems fun. It seems like a (laughs) game of improv. When we watched the three minutes of it a few episodes ago, it seemed like you're telling stories. You're making things up. It seems kind of fun. I don't know what the purpose is. It seems like maybe it goes on for too long You don't even like the Lord of the Rings. How would you want to play this? But it didn't seem like that. It seemed like, and I know Dungeons and Dragons, it does sound medieval and and it sounds- I think it is medieval. Very fictitious. But when they were playing, I was like, well, I'm at a bar and I see that girl and I want to go talk to her, but I'm too shy. Like it seemed more role play in reality. But again, I don't know. Well, but she plays it. Yes, it's a thing. She's <laughs> loving it. Miguel's loving it. He allows her to decorate his place. This Good. is going great. This is going really great. It's going great. So Kevin brings up the dodgeball game, the couples retreat in the yes. subsequent dodgeball game and wonders what was happening. How did we get to this point? You guys are doing so well. You go on this retreat. Things start going south. What's the deal, Miguel? Well, Miguel kind of apologizes that he was very stressed and it was just too much. Mm-hmm. He was exhausted and he needed to recharge. But but they both, and Lindy takes the lead, but she's like, this actually was the point that I was like, this is great. I love this man because they got into this fight and were able to resolve it. Yeah. So, well, that was Lindsay, Lindsay's. Lindy's whole thing is... I want to get into this fight. I need to explode so that I can see how we come yes. back from it. And on one hand, I understand. And it is important. But she was pushing it. Like, she was basically building up to it, right? Talking about it so much. Fights happen. Mm-hmm. Let them happen. And then you deal with them. But yes, this one was almost, like, provoked in a way. That yeah. they kept just talking about it so much that it, something had to happen. But apparently, they did have an even bigger blowout. We just never saw it, which is unfortunate. I think it was afterwards. It was after, I think, the cameras yeah. went away because Kevin yeah. asked, oh, has that really bad moment that you've been predicting, yes. has it happened yet? Lindy says, yeah, I think so. Miguel goes, yeah, I think so. 
We don't know what it was. We didn't see it. I we don't wish know. We but apparently, did. Miguel said because she's been preparing him for this so much. Every single time she blowed out, he's like, "Is this it?" She's like, "No, but I'm getting there." Yeah. When she actually exploded, he's like, "Oh." Yeah. Which is kind of silly to me. I don't know. Like for me, it's like I'm a very chilled person. You can say otherwise, but I think I'm very chilled and I'm very laid back. I do get upset once in a while, right? But yeah. I think I have a one level of upset. I get upset and we resolve it. Or you get upset and we resolve it. Yeah. I don't think I have a different level of being mad. Like I get mad. If I get mad, I get mad. And take it from there. I don't think I'm mad. I have five levels of being mad. No, I, I don't think so. I'm more curious about the impact of a constant warning of Okay, this volcano may explode. This volcano may explode. This volcano may explode. So every day you're walking around mm -hmm. going, is today the day yeah. that the lava drowns us? Mm -hmm. I I know volcanoes explode. I know people get upset. You don't need to warn me about no. it. The constant warning makes me live in fear. Mm -hmm. And so I think I always thought it did more harm than good to walk around constantly going, well, I'm going to blow up. I just hope you're ready for when I blow up. It's like, how about you blow up and you blow up and yeah. we figure it out then? No, absolutely. But I'm glad she blowed up because now he knows and yeah. they can finally move on from this. Yeah. Yeah. So Kevin then turns to the last name debate and asks, where are you guys at? With the last names? And it gets very dramatic. The and they music. put the commercial in the middle. And when we went into commercial, I'm telling John, she took his last name. Let's just be honest right here. The matching bow tie says it all. Yeah. And guess what? She hyphenated it. She hyphenated it. It's the same thing. Is it? She took it. Let's talk about it. Okay. I, if I was in Czech and Czech people, we don't really do hyphenations. Like, yeah, some people do it. I'm not saying it's not a thing, but can get a little complicated with updating documents. It's complicated without me having anything hyphenated, right? Sure. But I would have, that would be me thinking about it because you know why? I'm the last girl with this last name. Oh, mm -hmm. I was. There is no one else. We don't have any guys in my family who can carry on. Yes. So for me, that was a big deal because I knew there is no one else. My cousin, she got married two months before us. She mm -hmm. also took her husband's last name. And we were the last two girls. Yeah. So that was kind of a little sad for me. But at the same time, it's very common in Czech. Well, very common. All my friends, everyone I know took their husband's last name. It's a thing. So obviously I took yours. But the, oh. interest, the interesting thing in Czech is you take... The last name, but you still make it feminine. So it's like you still do have somewhat of a different last name. Yeah, it just differentiates the females from the males. Right, so. you add an A. OVA. An OVA to the end. Yeah. So it's interesting because you still don't have the same exact last name, but the root is the same. Yes. So for example, now when we filed for the paperwork to change my last name in Czech, guys, it's 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 it takes a long time. Long story short, I had to file to be Teresa blah, 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 and OVA at the end. And then I had to file a new paperwork, like another piece of paper that goes with it saying, I want to drop the OVA. Isn't that funny? Oh, my That's last we name with an OVA? Mm -hmm. So yeah. when we signed that paperwork, it was yeah. Teresa, blah, blah, blah. Your Say last name. Smith. Say my last name was Smith. So Ova? it was like Teresa Smithova, right? Oh. And then the next paper in that <laughs> whole document. an OVA to my last yes, name? in that whole document, the last page said, do you wish 
to keep your last name in a male version. And I had to sign that I wanted to drop the OVA. It's that official. Interesting. So first I file it and then I drop it. It's, Interesting. It's, it's out of control. But anyways, yes, I am proudly have, I proudly have your last name. But if I could have, I probably would have hyphenated it to carry on the family name. Yeah. I haven't thought about it enough. If you wanted to hyphenate it, I probably would feel fine with that. If you didn't want to take it at all, I would probably question it. And I don't know why I would question it, just because that's just the way things are. And so why are you bucking that trend? I don't know. And then you also bring in the whole aspect. And I never once thought you were using me for a green card or anything. But maybe then that comes into play. Oh, she doesn't even want my last name. Is she really just using me? Of no. course, I know you're not, but it's an interesting question. I think for it's sure. definitely, and it's probably going to become an outdated thing. Yes, but for example, in my culture, we take the male's last name. Yes. And I love it. Yeah. I, but, you know, I'm glad she took it, hyphenating or not. I think you still take your husband's last name officially. I just like having a family name, like a team name. Yeah. We're the we Smiths. Have a team name. Yeah. We're the Smiths and, and we're going to put it on the back of our jersey and we're going to yeah. rock like one team together. I like having that mm-hmm. as opposed to you're the Michaels and I'm the Smiths. And it's like, nah, yeah. nah, we're all one team. Also, if you have kids and the wife has a different last name and they can be happily married, when you travel with the kids... The wife needs to have like a disclaimer from the husband because the kids' names don't match. The kids usually take the husband's last name. So when you travel, you travel with two minors that you don't share their last name. Yeah? Mm-hmm. You know this from firsthand experience? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, not first, not my own experience. Yeah, but secondhand. Yeah, secondhand experience. Interesting. Anyways, so then Kevin turns to the topic of McGindy which is not a hyphenated name, but it's a mashup. Mm-hmm. It's a mashup. And Lindy goes, let me get this just out there so everyone knows. I, I understand how I treated McGindy, <laughs> but just know, everyone, just rest assured, America, I will adore our human baby. That's cute. Even when we have a human baby, I will not treat it the way I treated that robotic baby. What would be our mash name? Probably Janessa. Oh, Janessa. Uh, I like it. Yeah. Tenethan. <laughs> no. Tenethan. Oh, Ton. Yeah, that's too basic. <laughs> what was the first one you said? Jereza? Janessa. I like Jereza, I think. Jereza. That only gives me the J and gives yeah. you the Areza. I don't know. I don't think yeah. we'll have to worry about it because I don't think we would ever have a animatronic baby to name. Oh, no, but we might have a real one. Yes, I don't think we would name it that. <laughs> um, but Miguel says, I understand it was a robot baby, but it was symbolic. Mm-hmm. And we do want kids. So I got into that mindset. And I, I feel like that probably turned Lindy on and excited her and proved to her what a father Miguel could be. For sure. It, it's like a... Like when I see you with our nieces that you're being cute, it, it's very warm. And I feel oh. like it's, I look at it differently. Let's say your sister watches you and her kid be like, oh my gosh, my brother loves them. I yeah, look watch at my, you. Yeah, look at, look at this uncle. Yeah. And yeah. I watch you say, thinking, oh my gosh, you love our niece, but also you can be a dad. It yeah. can be a cute you dad. You can 
get it done. Remember that guy? <laughs> was like five years Remember ago. Remember Muhammad? <laughs> <laughs> Miss that guy. Um, so yeah, basically just when it comes to real kids, it's, it's in the future, but they have some other things they want. Yeah, and I like how they do things. They said, let's first we'll buy a house and maybe a year after we'll think about kids. Smart. Sure. And Kevin's basically like, that's funny. You're trying to plan this. You're going to pop out a kid tomorrow. You're going to get pregnant tomorrow and then your plan's out the window. But I feel like if you have a solid relationship, then yes, you can have a timeline. But if something happens, yeah, it's okay. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. All right. I think now we should take a break. All right. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we will talk about Stasha, best dressed Stasha, and my best dressed Nate. We'll be oh, back okay. in a second. And we're back. Hello, Jonathan. Hello, Teresa. How was your break? It was pretty good. I was looking at myself and realizing I'm probably the worst dressed out of all of the couples and people we're talking about. You're Although, wearing a Wyoming shirt. I'm I like it. my Wyoming shirt from... Shout out to Lee's Tees. Can Lee's we shout Tees. <laughs> I will... Not a sponsor, but I will plug Lee's Tees all day, every day, and twice on Sunday. In Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Check out Lee's Tees for all your tees needs. I got a shirt there, too. You got me a I got shirt like there, too. nine shirts from Lee's well, Tees. They're nice quality. They're not the cheapest. No, they're, they're touristy shirts, but good quality. Good quality, great designs, mm-hmm. a ton of options. Guys, go to leestees.com and use promo code married to Riyadh. Just kidding. That's Don't do that because there is nothing. But but go to leestees. Go to leestees. He has nice tees. There's a website and they'll ship it to you. Yes. And they ship it to you pretty quick. Oh, really? I ordered one tee and they called me. I'm going to stop rhyming. I ordered one tea. They <laughs> they didn't have the color I wanted, but they called me like a couple hours later and were like, hey, so saw the order. Don't have that color. How about this color? I said, sure, let's do it. Within like two days, it got here from Wyoming. Oh, wow. So Look at Lee. Look at Lee. Lee's tees, everyone. All right. <laughs> and you are wearing a Levi's. Yeah, I'm wearing my Levi's sweatshirt. Lee's tees to Levi's. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about Stasha. Let's talk about what we have to talk about. Stasha and Nate, we find out. Kevin jumps right into that. Are you or are you not still together? It's a yes, they're together. They are together. However, this is where it gets a little icky. So Kevin is like, so Nate, you moved in. Everything's great. And Nate is like, yeah, I moved in. And Stasha's like, oh, did you? We found out that Nate is still keeping his apartment. This is where it gets interesting. He says he still has eight more more months on the lease, right? Which means... He signed the lease. He signed the lease while he was with Stasha. Um, Because this is six months later. Oh, it is? I'm pretty sure, no? Two months? I don't know. At the very... At the very least, say they film the reunion. Or maybe it's just two months. I think 90 days, six months. I don't know. Yeah, we don't know, but he has an apartment for a long time yeah. le- left. And they go back and forth. They spend, I don't know, a month or two. I forget how they broke it up. They spend some time at yeah. hers, then to Nate's, then back, and then back to Nate's. And Nate is like, well, I have a, an apartment downtown San Diego. So then downtown San Diego is the bomb. I get that. Stasha's house is in the suburbs, right? Beautiful Honestly, house, though. You make 150 plus. Stasha makes half a million of dollars. Breaking a lease, 
But I can at least it's not a big deal. What, uh, what I think they're doing is that, for them, what uh, I think they're doing is that they're not sure if this is going to work. That's fair. I, yeah. And I'm not sure if it's going to work either. And it's a good thing DP isn't there because she would just be like, you guys should live separately. <laughs> I do it. Works for me. You guys should keep your own places and just live separately. Yeah. Well, classic DP. We learned a lot on the last season. Yeah. I, I don't see them working in the long run. No. So, and again, I said it with Stephen Noy. Don't have... The backup place. Mm -hmm. It's too easy. You get into an argument, you get into a fight, you have somewhere to run. It's too easy. You're not forced to work your problems out. Yeah. And they're going to have this place to run away to for the next eight months. This is a crucial, formidable time in your relationship. You need to stay together and fight it out and tough it out through good and bad, ups and downs. Sorry, but yes, break the lease. Well, Stasha said that it's not like one lives there and the other one lives in Stasha's house, right? They are always together. Doesn't matter. You still have a place you can go. If we got into an argument, neither of us have anywhere to go. We have two be- we have two bedrooms here, mm-hmm. so one of us could go cool down in a second bedroom. But even if they're like, yep, for a month we live at Nate's, then a month we live at mine. If in that month they're at Nate's, they get in a fight... Stasha can go to Stasha's place and never have to deal with the issue. That's very true. That's a great point. It's not conducive to building this relationship, I don't think. Yeah. But I I think there is something, because when Nate is talking about the relationship, he's like, she's my baby. He goes, he's like, (laughs) (laughs) like a high-pitched voice, like, she's my baby. Oh, you miss that? Hey, <laughs> him oh, I, think her I, that yeah. I, I think I started laughing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That She's was my good. Baby? <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. Um, they seem like they're they're in a good place, but they don't seem like they've made much progress. I think they can make it work, but they both are very stubborn in a way. Like she has an Excel spreadsheet with things she wants and she just want to check it all off. Yeah. Nate is more laid back, which is closer to who we are. And I think being laid back works a little better, Stasha. Not everything has to check out. Or it it probably will. If the relationship is solid, it might develop and maybe it will develop into something else that's not even on your list and it's even better. The fact that she needs to have everything check, check, check That's going to ruin the relationship. I agree. I think she is starting to accept that Nate is a little bit slower than she is. So I think that's a step in the right direction. Well, I think what is the most important to Stasha, he said, I love you. Oh, boy. He said, I love you. And now he says it every day. No. Almost every day. Almost. I say it almost every day. (laughs) Which to me is a red flag. Yeah. Not the fact that he says it almost every day. The fact that he knows that yeah. he says it almost every day. I couldn't tell you how many times we say it. All the time. All the time. But I don't remember the last time I said it. I don't remember how many times I said it because it's just natural. You said it right before the podcast. <laughs> did I? I mean, I'm sure I am sure I did. Yeah, I, we say it all the time. We say it all the time. It's, it's a big deal, but it's not because it's just. It's a big deal. Not to me. What do you mean? To me, our love is so obvious. 
when we go through our day-to-day life mm-hmm. that when just saying I love you is as easy as oh, okay. it just rolls off the tongue as much as saying what's for dinner. Not sure. to say that those two are equal, I was just but to say add. but to say I'm comfortable. I'm yeah. as comfortable saying both of those things. For Nate to go I say it almost every day means he's so acutely aware of how many times he's saying it, when he's saying mm. it, how he's saying it, that it's still a big deal for him. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not saying he's not in love. I'm just saying it's a little bit of a different. It's not It's not as comfortable as maybe Stasha wants it to be. Stasha wants him to be able to say it so freely all the time. She wanted him to be saying it weeks ago, and he wasn't. Maybe he was, but she wanted him to say it earlier than he was saying it. He's not as comfortable with it. He's sure. not as comfortable with it as she wants him to be. Okay. That's a good point. But at least he's saying it in her eyes. Yes. Saying it is is a lot better than not saying it. Yeah. So then we kind of get to see these never before oh. seen a video of Nate doing a do-it-yourself decorative photo wall. Excuse um, me? Do-it-yourself decorative photo <laughs> a decor- wall. A decorative photo wall. Yes. Um, something, something that lends itself to make me think he is as much of a social media influencer as we thought he was. Oh, all right. he's just trying to be cute for Stasha. Uh, I mean, putting your fade grass on a wall doesn't make you an influencer. But when they were on their honeymoon and he was on the ATVs mm. and he was taking videos and photos, we said, oh, man, this guy just wants clout. This guy's coming on here for followers. He's on his phone nonstop. And his first little gift to her, his first little surprise is, here's a better background for our Instagram photos. <laughs> it, was bit of a it was cute. It was cute. A thought that counts. But if the thought is, here's a better background for our Instagram photos, little bit of a red well we never got to see him doing anything for her really he was just talking about things so maybe he was doing things this is all we saw well this is all i I thought it was nice not the photo wall but the gesture okay well this whole thing is going well It, it seems like yes they're in love most most days and they're living together somewhere well this whole photo wall kind of opened up another discussion right. about one of their biggest issues, and they have quite a bit of um, of a bucket of issues. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> Sometimes I like want to express myself so badly, and I can't. Uh, yeah, I wish every podcast was on video because you guys deserve to see the, just the wheels turning in Teresa's head sometimes. I'm just trying to use fun words and fun phrases. A b- bucket of problems is... <laughs> bucket of issues. A bucket of issues is great. So this bucket of issues includes the fact that Stasha does not give him any credit. And that's what I was getting at. Is It, se- it seemed like it was going so well. Oh yeah, we're saying I love you and he built this decorative wall, but then it turns into Nate feeling like, I deserve way more credit for this wall. Well, to, okay, to take an side, right? I do a lot of crazy creative stuff for you because I love that, right? Yes. But you do appreciate it. I can see it. I don't need you to say it out loud, but I can but see I do it on say, you. But, I, but, but I you do, do say it too. I do say it out loud. And to me, I just want to be as authentic as possible. And so me being like, this is great. Like, this is so creative is my authentic reaction if I was 
crying if I was like forcing tears and no. being like, this is the greatest thing anyone's ever done. Like that's not authentic. I and no. and maybe that's what Nate wants. But to me, I would rather just have like, oh my god, this is amazing. I mean, you did cry over a few of my gifts because I've, you were so happy. I've cried. No, no shame. I've you some of your gifts, especially anniversary gifts, have been <laughs> thoughtful is not even the right word. They they were thoughtful, but they were just so meaningful Aww, thank and you. and filled with emotion. Your gift was filled with emotion that it made me emotional. But, and then it made me emotional just but, ma- seeing you being emotional. But my point is when I got emotional. It was an authentic reaction. Yeah. I wasn't like, oh, she's going to love it if I cry. Yeah, I, I there, read. There are certain things like, not to get too personal, but whatever I did for you for this year's anniversary, if you cried, I would not buy it because it right. was fun. But that's my point. That was like, I know you appreciated it. You said it many times and you enjoyed it. That's my but point. it was a fun gift. It was a fun surprise. It was fun. Here's, if you cried, I would be like, why are you crying? This year's anniversary gift, and, and we're not going to get into details, it was an activity mm-hmm. in a way mm-hmm. and we had fun. We made it a party and we both had a good time. And I feel like that's the way you give credit to the mm-hmm. activity is to throw yourself into it, have fun with it and appreciate it <laughs> through the enjoyment of it. If Stasha started taking photos and was like, yeah, let's do another photo. Let's do another session. That is giving his idea credit. Mm-hmm. She doesn't need to be like, Oh my God, so thoughtful. What an amazing gift. What an amazing gesture. If she's just like, let's do another photo shoot, that's giving him the credit. And so I think he needs to relax with it. Yeah. Right. I think he's looking for too much verbal assurance that it was a good idea and not enough. Like, did we have fun with it? Was it good? But this is the same thing as with her. She expects him to do certain things going down the list. And he's like, wait, I'm not that person. I need to take some time. Well, they need to meet in the middle because if his issue is that he doesn't get enough credit, maybe Stasha can say, hey, oh my gosh, like what a great idea. Thank you for doing it. Leave it at that. Don't go too deep, right? Yeah. But do something that he wants to hear. Maybe he'll do something you want him to do. Yeah. I guess a lot of it comes down to... Maybe more is being said than needs to be said mm. because when it came to cooking, right? Sasha's like, well, if you cook one day and we need to eat seven days, I'll say Nate cooks one day, but we need to eat seven days, right? So there's like almost this added on jab of like, yeah. well, you could have you just said, yeah, Nate cooks one day. Nate cooks one day a week and I cook six days a week. Maybe that sounds bad too, but. It sounds, it honestly sounds bad, but it would. Let's say if he surprises her and cooks something special one night, if she comes and says, well, but that's just one night. We still have six more to go. I would be pissed. If it was something special. But you're right. At the end of the day, you want a trophy because you cooked one day. You, Teresa, you cook. We don't, we don't cook seven days a week. We cook five, I would yeah. say. And you cook all five days of the week. Yeah. If I cooked one day of the week, I wouldn't expect you to say anything because you cooked the other four. So, no, but this is how we roll. You always say every night, you say, thank you for cooking. It's great. It's delicious. You grill. Sometimes I say it's a little salty. Well, that was the one time. But I'm honest. And that's my point. It's like, you can take, you should feel very confident in my compliments because I'm honest with them. 
Yeah. Also, the chicken was a little salty. A little, a little heavy hand uh, on that salt that night. But yeah. But yeah, some things don't need to be said, and some things do need to be yeah. said, especially if you mean them. And so maybe Stasha says mm, too too many words sometimes, which make Nate feel unappreciated. Yeah. But at the end of the day. I don't know. I, I think have enough confidence that you don't need over the top praise for doing things that don't deserve over the top praise. They have a lot of issues. They don't agree in, on so many things, right? And when Kevin is like, Stasha, do you feel satisfied by your husband? And her answer is, um, I do in pieces. Yeah. That's so bad. And then moving on to kids, they don't even... They're still not on the same page with kids. This relationship sounds so exhausting and we just watched it on TV for 10 minutes. And I was <laughs> I was exhausted. There's there's definitely work that needs to be done in so this relationship. Much work. That's why I don't see them doing the necessary work. I don't see them getting on the same page because there's so many different pages in this relationship. It's not like there's one issue that needs to be resolved. There's multiple. Mm -hmm. There's where are we going to live? There's can we have kids and still have a life? There's are you moving fast enough for me? There's you're not appreciating me. There's so many issues that so a lot of couples issues. have one. We got to get on the same page about communication or we got to get on the same page about kids. They have it all. So many issues to work out. So many. I'm telling you, I was fully exhausted. I agree. All right. I didn't realize we had so many couples left. I know. We still have. <laughs> Let's right. talk about Kristen and Mitch. Kristen and Mitch. So Kevin kind of talks to them before they split up into one-on-one. And we found out they are not together. No surprise there. No surprise. But they are on good terms. They're on good terms. Really good terms, I guess, when it comes to being friends. Kristen makes it very clear the Mitch and Kristen show is over. It's for, over. There will not be a sequel. So no. they can be friends. Will they be romantic partners? Extremely unlikely. After this, they cannot be. Yeah. So Kevin brings it back to the honeymoon. And Mitch, whether you believe it or not, kind of blames his words and his actions on this drawn out panic attack he was having. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. He owns up to it, but not fully. And he should. Honestly, listen, just think about it. You sign up to be married at first time with a stranger. Yeah. You're absolutely probably going to get a panic attack. You're absolutely probably going to be uh, like, oh my gosh, yeah. what have I done? This is the complete stranger. Wait, she's not a beach hippie as I'm used to. What is going on? I get that. But you signed up for it. She's cool. She's pretty she didn't marry a potato so the fact that instead of him trying to get to know her a little more he just says says things on day two it's really it was really bad i'm telling you she will never forget it no she will never forget it we'll never forget it but at some point either we have to accept his apology or or just write him off completely because there's not much more he can say than I fucked up and I shouldn't have done yeah, it. And he said that. And he I said it. Do accept his apology. And I also like the confidence Kristen has because she she's has like. She has 
the most confidence I've ever seen in someone. And she should because this was really bad. And she could have played the poor little victim and be like, oh my gosh, like he just ruined my life. I will never recover from this. How can I date if he told me he's not attracted to me? Like, what should I do with my stuff? She's like, fuck it. No, like I'm a catch. He wanted to bang me on the honeymoon. He was just being a moron who didn't know what he was talking about. He was scared he was whatever but he was attracted to me i know it he knows it and mitch kind of agrees with it the only way this works this level of confidence works is because mitch was so terrible imagine someone who imagine if stasha right was just like oh yeah i don't even i wouldn't even believe if nate said he wasn't attracted to me we'd all be like that's a little full of yourself you're being a little conceited but because mitch was like nah she's i'm not attracted to her mm. she's not my she's wearing too much makeup we allow Kristen to go so self-confident because she should she we all should. should we all should yeah but we shouldn't necessarily verbalize it no but she had to like there was and we allow it how she did it how she just scared herself throughout this whole season was awesome and i think everyone likes Kristen. Because yes. when she needed to lose shit, she did, but it was the right time and she did it the right way, right? Yeah. Calling Mitch out. Maybe she should have done it a little sooner at the beginning. I think she was still walking around Mitch, kind of making sure she doesn't piss him off. But once she kind of realized what's going on, she went full in. She was like, it lost her when she needed to, took an ownership of whatever she said if she had to. And I think it helped Mitch too. Because he started doing it too. He started apologizing. He started yes. owning up to his shit. Yeah. The one thing I don't think we heard from Kristen, which would have been my reaction if I was in her shoes, would have been, you know what? I'm not for everyone. Or not everyone is attracted to everyone, right? Her response was, and again, I'm not shitting on her. I'm so glad she has the self-confidence mm-hmm. and the self-worth is her response was, I don't. I still don't believe he wasn't attracted to me. Well, just say like you know what? Not everyone's attracted to everyone. True, but she said it because of Mitch's actions. He told her, "I'm not attracted to you." And three hours later, he wanted to. He was trying to bang her. Have you met men? Ah, uh, yes. Men will bang almost anyone. Really? On in a romantic setting where alcohol is involved, men will bang. Men are well, going to bang. This is what happened, and she said it too. K- Kim. Kevin kind of said, what do you think happened? And she goes, like, the bikini. Uh, like, he loved the beach run, fucking vibe. Yeah. He loved when she took the makeup on, off, th- yeah, she, she put bikini on, and she looked like, like, oh, she could be a surfer. And Mitch is like, oh, hell yeah, here we go. Right, right. I I do think she's probably right in saying I, he was attracted to me at some points but i just found it so interesting how confident she could be and get away with it because not many people could again i think she had to she had a bad relationship before she came into this thinking this is gonna be it and she got burned again but she came out of it stronger i think she came into this very broken because of what happened yeah i think she was empowered by this yes which was good Let's talk a little bit about Hobby Gate. Oh my gosh. Over here, because this was hilarious. This I, was, oh my god. This was never before seen footage, too, where Mitch and Kristen <laughs> get into this argument or debate over hobbies. I 
loved it because Mitch accused her of not having hobbies. He's like, do you have, do you have any hobbies? Okay, this really triggers me. This really triggers me when people say that women can't have hobbies. And then she started naming things she does. That weren't hobbies. Um, I'm going to disagree. Well, maybe one of these. Okay, cooking, a- cooking can be a hobby. Nope. Cooking it, okay. is my hobby. Cooking can be a hobby, but it's also somewhat of a necessity if you want to live. Correct. But you can also, like, the way we cook or the way I cook, it's creative cooking and I just love creating shit and I get satisfaction by ma- by making something that's good and that's almost like I don't need to hear your compliments, but I just seeing you enjoying it and also I enjoy okay. it. That brings a lot of joy to my life and that's why we cook the way we cook. I also could have just put a steak or put a chicken in the oven and do some potatoes or rice and leave it at that and we could have. We could be eating okay. that the whole week. So most of our hobbies need subtext because cooking, not necessarily a hobby, but, could I, be a hobby. but I agree with you. It could be walking your dog, not a hobby. Okay, Judge, that's ju- a necessity. Judges, eh, not a hobby. Reading, that's a hobby. Reading is a hobby. She Did she say that? Yeah. She said going to the beach. Hobby? It could be. It depends what you do at the I beach. I don't think going to the beach is a hobby. Okay. Some people love tanning. Have you tan every single day or not a hobby? It could be a hobby. No. Is napping a hobby? Oh, absolutely. It's a hobby? I love it's an activity. There's a difference between activities and hobbies. Don't ask me to explain the difference. I just know it in my gut. I think a hobby is something you enjoy. No. Do you enjoy napping? Go fucking enjoy napping. It's a hobby. I don't all right, I'm looking up what a hobby is. We have to look it up <laughs> because I know there's a difference. Define. Well, there is a difference. Hobby. But she an activity definitely has hobbies. Okay, okay. an activity so, done regularly for one's pleasure. So, what is hobby then? That's what a hobby is. Oh, an activity could just be a one-off activity. A hobby you have to do it regularly. So, if we nap every Sunday afternoon, that's a hobby. Yeah, for pleasure. Yeah, you make a good Don't point. Don't you love it? You make a good Don't point. Don't you love when, we, when we cuddle so, and nap for an hour? That's right. I have so many hobbies. So I many hobbies. I didn't even realize. <laughs> <laughs> but then that's saying showering is a hobby because I do it daily. I enjoy it. So now it's a hobby. It's a hobby. That's bullshit. It's not a hobby. It's a hobby. Some so, people are dirty. They don't shower. But it's, it's not a it, hobby. There's activities and there's hobbies, and I'm not going to allow. I will give Kristen. Uh, going to I, the beach is a hobby. I'm going to give her that one. Okay. I'm not going to give her cooking because we watched her for two months. I don't think I ever saw her cook any meal that was worthy of being a hobby. Yeah, I think cooking is like a gourmet cooking is a hobby. Or if you're experimenting, baking could be a hobby. Yeah. It. Very easily could be a hobby. It's probably a hobby for so many people. It's a Just, hobby for me. And I would agree with you, but not for her. At least not that we saw. Yeah, we didn't see, but it could be. And so she keeps listing all this and she's like, Mitch, are those hobbies? And Mitch is like, <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, okay, uh, moving, moving on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so then what? Kevin's asking Mitch if he's still attracted and uh, has yeah. feelings for Kristen. And he says, absolutely. I will always have feelings for her. That's I right. will always be attracted. But they have a friendship. He's happy that they have a friendship. Yes. And so since decision day, 
Here's the outcome. Mitch jumped back into his old life. Mm -hmm. Single Mitch. No dating. Or that he's willing to admit, at least. For Kristen, a lot's happened. She got transferred to a New York City team. Mm -hmm. So she's been spending a lot of time traveling there. What does she do for a living? Like marketing something? I have it somewhere. If you allow me to get there. Oh, don't tell me I... Oh, yes, I have it here. Um... Give me some music, if you would, please. That's very, yeah, keep it going. I have the answer. I just want to hear more of this. Uh, software sales rep. Okay. A software sales rep. So she got transferred to a New York team, and so she's been spending a lot of time over there. And she's also started dating. Yeah, good for her. Good for her. All right. That's Mitch and Kristen. And one last question you skipped over. Kevin asks, if Mitch said yes on decision day. Oh, yeah. Would you also say yes? No. And Kristen is like, absolutely fucking not. I would never choose someone who doesn't choose me. I would never choose someone who said I have no hobbies. <laughs> Moving on. Okay. Her hobby is telling people how much she thinks Mitch is attracted to her. That's a hobby. She says it a lot. She does it for pleasure. <laughs> it's a hobby. Mark it. All, all right. right. Morgan and Ben. Let's all make sure that we all know that Morgan is a nurse. <laughs> Let's open up with that. Morgan is a nurse. Ben agrees. She is a nurse. She's been a nurse for the past four years. Yes. She's not wearing scrubs today, but she is a nurse. Let's just make just, sure. I just scrubbed out, but yes, we can all agree she's a nurse. And from the get-go, I was like, they're very friendly. Like, they went yeah. from her just like, ew, Ben, I don't even want to hear your name, to being very, very friendly. And then we found out that they actually are friendly. They're friendly because she finally got what she wanted this yes. whole entire time. Yes. So first, and I like this because someone who liked Justin needs to give him shit. And here we go. Both Morgan and Ben say that Justin uh, was the reason why they basically broke up. Yes. In a way. No, not, not entirely. Yes. Ben said certain things, but Morgan was like, he was saying it to Justin. I can understand that he wanted to vent, but Justin putting Ben on a speakerphone and then Alexis just overhearing certain things yeah. that she took without knowing the whole thing and then shared it back with Morgan. That was a shitty move. And I think that Justin did it on purpose. Oh, like, I don't think so. Uh, I do. Okay. Yeah, as you said, he's a moron. I think he just had it on speakerphone because he was just sitting there with it on speakerphone. They're just chatting. Well, why don't you like put a headphones? A, it's annoying. If Alex is at it's home, annoying. it's Alex is at home. It's fucking annoying. I, when you, if you talk to your friend on, on, on the phone, I'm fine with it, but don't have him on a speakerphone. Maybe I want to watch TV. I don't want to be part of this conversation. Fair why? Enough. So that's why I have a feeling that he did it on purpose. Like, hey, Alex is like, or listen to this. Let's get a little mischievous over mm. here. A little conspiracy. What if they, meaning Alexis and Justin, were in it together? Yeah. And they were like, yeah, let's call. Let's call Ben. Let's get an update. Put it on speakerphone. I'll pretend I'm not here. Put it on. I want to hear, but I'll, I won't say anything. Just put it on speakerphone. Oh, that's what I'm saying. That could be true too. No, you, it could be true. I think what you were saying is Justin was sitting on one side of the apartment and Alexis was on the other, but Justin said, I'm going to put it on speakerphone. So, I mean, who knows? But they both, Justin, I mean, Ben and Morgan both think that 
Justin did bin 30. Yeah. Yeah. And whether it was intentional or not, we won't know. But it was definitely a, a big part in the reason that they yeah. didn't make it. And Morgan regrets ending the marriage earlier. However, she realized that Ben was not her person. Yes. Therefore, why wait? Which, okay, I get it. She could have given it a shot. But they were there were so many shit, so much shit between them that it was probably for the best. Yeah. And Ben realized he wasn't ready for marriage too. And he goes, you know, I haven't, I haven't healed from my past. I, I haven't healed my inner child. No, he's like, Morgan helped me realize that I need to heal my inner child. And, and I, Kevin is like, what I, the fuck is that? Kevin's like, what is this San Diego shit I am hearing right now? I love how he could just call it out. Mm-hmm. Cause that's something we would never get from Sean. No. On nine. Like Kevin just kept it real. And I was like, what is this that you're talking? This is San Diego shit. I don't know it. I don't understand it. Please explain it to me. And Ben did. He was like, well, I was bullied when I was growing up. But bullied by his family pretty and, much. And, That's what he said. And he said, I, I was just projecting that. And then we find out, this is where we learn. Turns out Ben and Morgan met up for brunch uh, like a month after ending things. Mm-hmm. Ben apologized. But apologized to her without the cameras, without people saying you need to apologize, without him just repeating the same thing over and over. He gave her the honest apology. It was authentic. Authentic, yes. And ever since, th- they are friendly. Yes, yeah. She got what she wanted. And so she was able to put their issues behind them. Mm-hmm. And Kevin asks, okay, well, now that you've gotten this apology... Could the relationship, this romantic relationship, ever be repaired? No. No. Morgan says, I know it's not meant to be. We're good friends, but we're not going to be romantic in any way. And I can see them being good friends, but they both say, we're not ready for a marriage anytime soon. Ben has to deal with the inner child. Yeah. And Morgan says she's been dating here and there, traveling, Traveling, just, you know, enjoying life. Yeah. So good Good for them. them. I'm, I'm glad they worked their shit out. This was, again, like I liked Morgan at the beginning and then I kind of was like, this is too much, too much shit. And even if Ben did something, I felt bad for him. But the way she came back and said, I just wanted him to genuinely apologize. We talked. We're good now. And yeah. I liked it. I don't give her a full pass. No, Because but she still ruined the experience yeah. for, for both of them. Mm-hmm. But she ruined the experience for Ben. So I don't give her a full pass, but I'm glad that they can be on good terms. Yeah, I think that's awesome. All All right. right. Last, certainly not least. And this is just the first five minutes, so we will pick up with them next time. They only teased us. Yes. And so Kevin just immediately goes in and brings up, you guys both said I love you on the honeymoon. And Justin's explanation for this is that for me, love is a choice. And I chose to love her. Ah, that's BS. Wrong. Love is not a choice. No. Love is, you can choose to act on Mm -hmm. love, but the love part is not a choice. What you choose to do once you are in love, once you feel the love, that is the choice. But you cannot choose to be in love with whoever you want to be in love with. I'm sorry. You can't. And that's what makes love so special. Absolutely. So- Kevin brings up, okay, we hear things on this show. 
Not everyone pays attention. Dr. Pepper's been off on her own vacation for two months. <laughs> but the people who show up to work every day hear things. I heard some things. Apparently, they banked way before they said they did. Or they tried to. Well, well, okay. Depends who you ask. Justin was like, yes, we did bang on the honeymoon. And Alexis is like, uh, <clears throat> we tried. I penetrated. And he's like, we <laughs> orgasm. And, and, <laughs> or it sounded like you did. And Alexis, Alexis could not roll her eyes harder. Like her eyes were spinning around her and, head. And this is where I'm like, stop it, Justin. You're embarrassing yourself. You're embarrassing everyone. That's my point. That's why I call him a moron because... Come on. I penetrated. That's horrible. We, we orgasmed. No, you did not. I mean, he probably did. He probably orgasmed before he even got inside her. Yeah, that's why she goes like we tried. Right. And Justin, well, it wasn't it wasn't long enough for her, but I penetrated. Ah. And so they they apparently did it. And Justin asked that Alexis not say anything about it. And so that's why it never came out. Yeah. And then I forgot what, how... This whole conversation came up, but Alexis says something about, yeah, like he asked me and then Justin was like, well, you didn't tell anyone either. You lied. And she goes like, I lied because you asked me to. I didn't lie. You asked me not to tell. It's not a lie. Well, I think, I think Alexis said, he asked me not to tell anyone. Then we got into an argument. Oh, okay. And he was going to use that. Oh, as, yeah, that's what he was. He was going to use that as some way to win, to to throw it back in her face, to be like, okay, well, we're in an argument. Well, I'm going to tell everyone we banged. Yeah, and then Alexis was like, well, y- that's fine. You you were the one who told yeah. me not to tell anyone. And he's yeah. like, well, you you you're lying about it. He's like, he, he because you ask. Oh my God! What a moron! He can't make one good argument. He is not. Ah, oh, <laughs> but here we go. He's wearing his wedding band. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, Alexis, why are you doing this to yourself? Yes. Wrong. Kevin, they, yeah. Kevin brings up how after decision day, they got into a big argument. Things went south. And so he asks, are you together? Are you or are you not? Luckily, they are not. Justin probably just loves the ring. But here's the capital M Moran. Justin goes, we are not together it was my choice, okay? Even if it was your choice, and I don't believe it was because you've been a pathological liar since we day one. We watched them! But even if it was your choice, how big of an asshole do you have to be to be like, yeah, I broke up He's with a her. fucking moron. I broke this marriage off. It was my choice. That's the rudest thing you can say mm-hmm. to your ex-wife. Yes. And again, we watched it last time. Alexis was like, I'm done. I'm done with this shit. Yeah. And Justin was like, I guess we're getting divorced. It's like, yes, because she is done with you. She can't <laughs> take you anymore. Just because you, you, you had the last word. Let's say you had the last mm-hmm. word. Just because you had the last word doesn't mean it was your choice. Yeah. And then he says something. Uh, Alexis is like, yeah, like, no, that's not true. She, like, she, yeah, he, she's just like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? And I, I like that she keeps it cool. Otherwise, because if it was me, I would probably right. punch him. And Justin is like, friends don't call friends in the middle of the night. It's like, why? Are, what are you doing? No. What are you doing? Well, Alexa says, you didn't end it. And I have the screenshots to prove it. Mm, okay. Which means they broke up via text. If well, I'm reading between the lines. Well, here. I think they broke up. They told everyone they broke up. But I think maybe there was a conversation that followed mm-hmm. afterwards. And yeah. they probably sealed it with a text. Yeah. And so 
it ends with Alexa saying, after decision day, the writing was on the wall. I wanted to end it. I have nothing to hide. I just, I wanted to be done and free with it. And you can see Justin kind of writhing in his seat and he's, he's getting anxious and he's like, you're doing it again. You're doing that gaslighting. I allowed you to gaslight me and you're doing it again. Uh, oh, nobody's gaslighting anyone. Justin, you're just a big liar. It's 2022. No one, like, stop saying <laughs> gaslighting. It's just, unless you've really been gaslit. But well, yeah, but odds are, as you said, people misuse odds the are, phrase. Odds are you're not. Yeah. Uh, especially because, Justin, you're the liar. He, uh, He's such a liar. And, and that's his And he's problem. even at, he's come out now. And by saying, Alexis, let's tell people we didn't bang, even though I did penetrate yeah. you. Now you're asking her to lie. Mm-hmm. So you've come out on screen and proven you're a liar and you're asking Alexis to lie. Yeah. No, I'm glad they're not together because she can do way better. Way and he, better. he Go fly be a like- kite. Go fly a kite, <laughs> Justin. <laughs> he should be like, Ben, heal your inner fucking child. Yeah. So. All right. Well, and that's where it this ends. Is, this is where it ends. TBC. No, but TBC. To be continued, and I can't wait to see what we Ooh. get next time. So thank you guys for listening. We hope you enjoyed the episode. We hope you enjoyed mm-hmm. the podcast. It was a wild, wild episode. So thank you. Follow us on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. Share your thoughts. I'm sure you guys have thoughts. I'm sure you guys size some of it. What did I say? I'm sure some of you guys agree. Some of you guys don't agree. Let us know on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. Check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash Married to Reality. Never a bad time to sign up. Thank you again for the reviews. If you haven't left one, please do. And last but not least, make sure you're following the podcast. It's so easy to do. You look down, you smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hot as hopefully part two because part one was hot. So hot. I just burned myself on the mic. It was so hot. All right. That's it. I've said it all. You said said it all. You said it all. all. Means we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.